You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. <laughs> the Horror Vein Podcast contains spoilers and adult language. If you want more horror, visit our website at horrorvein.com. co-host Don Fisher. And we are celebrating our one year anniversary of our podcast. If you all can believe long. that. Yeah, all That's month right. long. Yeah, all month long of That's April. Right. Uh, yep. We'll be just doing all kinds of crazy stuff and we'll also have special guests, if you can believe that. We will. And we do have a special guest, actually. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we, we told them last week, so. Yeah. So, without further ado, we'll introduce our Guest, uh, actress, and filmmaker, Courtney Page. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hi, and happy one-year anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what an amazing podcast. And I just loved Robert's Festival, and it's nice to meet you, Don, and thanks for having me. Cool. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, thanks have, for coming on the show. We haven't talked in, we haven't talked since the festival, really. Uh, that You hosted the, uh, the Freak Show Horror Film Festival back in 2019 and uh i know you've been busy you've been like crazy doing all kinds of stuff making movies and stuff that's great you're doing fantastic yeah it's funny that you say 2019 it feels like that was 10 years ago but i know with the the pandemic and everything oh my god three years ago goes by quick but yeah um as you said it's been fun we made a film during the pandemic um so it's our second feature we're moving on to our third and our fourth soon, I think you just wow. heard my dog bark. So if you can okay. hear a noise in the background, it's my dog barking. She's <laughs> a good. filmmaker, too. She's the locations cool. manager, producer. She's close to a lot of finance. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can have the dog on the show. That's fine. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah, put her on the phone. So there's two guests. There's two special guests. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Her name is Honey. 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 Hi, Honey. Yeah. Hi, honey. Okay, we're, we weren't calling you, honey. We were just saying hi. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Either or is fine. Um, anyways. So, so yeah. you have your uh, own production company now. What's what's the name of the company? We do. We have two. We okay. have one called Globe, Globetrotter Pictures, which is Canadian-based, primarily focused on service production, where we want to help with the tax incentive and bring more films to Canada. Cool. And then we also have an American film production company called Yeehaw Films, which is an, a newer company that we just opened right before the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, with Tyler Fisher, Madison Bontempo, Gil Demeter, and 
Nicholas Adam Clark. And yeah, it's an amazing team. They're very supportive. And I think we all have like the same goals and vision in the film industry. So all of this right. is kind of aligned. And we did our first feature that actually we should be announcing soon in Cannes. It feels like we've waited so long to announce this film. But yeah, wow. it's starring Jeremy Sumter, who played Peter Pan, opposite Robin Williams. Oh wow. It was nice. yeah, such an incredible experience working with him and making the film and everybody we had such a supportive team. And it was one of the most challenging things to shoot during COVID. I don't know if you guys oh, have yeah. shot any films during COVID, but um yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's nuts. How much it increases your budget, yeah. you know, all the protocols, the SAG, loopholes. I mean, there's so many productions that kept going. Kudos to them. And it's hard for the actors honey to speak honey when, they have, when they have a mask over their, over their <laughs> face, you know. So that's that's, that's always, true. Well, they, that's always yeah, hard. Yeah, they don't have to do that when they're on the camera. Thank God. I don't. Now, also no. you have a movie out called The Sinners, right? She does, yes. I do, I, I do. I saw the yeah. trailer. Now, is yeah. that is your first, it's your first film directing? Or have you directed? That's direct, my first feature. First feature. I did a short, okay. and then that was my directorial debut. But yeah, that one, it was originally called The Color Rose, and then distributors renamed it The Sinners and gotcha. pushed it more of like a horror direction, whereas it was originally supposed to be more of a murder mystery, slow gotcha. burn, genre bending drama. But learning quickly that sales are in the horror thriller yeah. bankable name yeah. vicinity. So yeah. yeah. I been I guess you that. guys get that. That's your MO. Yeah. 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 No, I've, I've been through that. I've been through that with distributors where they just like, yeah, we're going to rename your movie. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to call it the claw because the claw is going to be a lot sellable. Yeah. More sellable, you know, I like this, that. and it's, you know, but there's no claw in the movie, but it will sell <laughs> because people are scared of claws. Right. So yeah, like, putting a big claw on the yeah. poster and then, yeah, some blood and it's going to look like a B-horror trash. So you'll not look like a good director, <laughs> but the movie will sell. Yeah, and exactly. It's sell, and then you get your first report and you're like, wait a minute, why is this only 50 grand when we recruit like X? Right. numbers with six figures and an mg yeah well you know marketing fees distribution yeah. fees. Absolutely. So it's an interesting Oof. industry and like getting more into filmmaking and realizing it's so much a business at a producing level and especially in genre and distribution yeah. sales it's like a different world it is i can imagine it is yeah i, I don't i don't <laughs> like, I, I don't have... like dealing with distributors at all i mean nothing against them but well it's just no and i crazy. think the distributors it's more stressful for them because they have to cater to the audience they right. know what people want to see so it's actually the people's fault not even the distributors <laughs> so we as people blame right. the audience yes <laughs> the audience everything you better start appreciating drama. That's, That's right. right. Artistic, diverse, ethnicity. Like, let's go here, people. Stop renting. Just kidding. I mean, people can like what they want to like. So, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, you could call it Santa Claus if you wanted to for for Christmas. Yeah, Christmas movies sell like hotcakes. Yeah. I mean, horror thriller it sells yeah. a lot. So blend the two hybrid and you've got a, you know, big award, <laughs> kind of big sale there. <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I think you just came up with your next movie, right? I know. I want to do that. I mean, so you're gonna? Are you gonna? It should be like a comedic horror. It would like be Santa awesome. Claw. Yeah, like Santa Santa's Claw. Like tainted. Like he. Dude, lost... I think you have a winner. Yeah, he, <laughs> he lost his claw. He's looking for his other claw. That that would be the whole premise. And the, of the other movie. one's Smith. Yeah. Mrs. Claus is like freaking out. She's right. like, "Why do you have a claw?" Right. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's this like, I think we got something. spirit. I... Oh. 
So, oh man, we got all some. We should, of, we should all of the reindeer this. are like yeah. spirit driven. Yeah. He's like, where are you going? We need to go to the North Pole. They're like possessed, you know. Glowing eyes are like humanistically glowing. Yeah. Why? Why am I thinking of that Christmas movie we saw oh, and we reviewed, uh, Rob? What uh, was that one called? A Christmas Horror Story. You thinking of that? Oh God. <laughs> that could be one yeah, of the segments for the for the sequel. That'd be awesome. I think it's so easy to, I shouldn't say easy, it's hard too, but it's easier to do a horror, right. you know, where yeah, you're lower budget, you don't need those things. Yeah. What is the one that was just the ridiculous one that made so much and they filmed it on like the camcorder? Oh, you're talking about um, the Blair Witch Project? Blair Witch. Yeah, like the Blair Witch, yeah. you know, Blumhouse model at first. Sure. I mean, they're doing much bigger things now, but starting out with these like lower budget horror films that are completely possible to do on your own. Um, is a great space yeah. for a lot of people and people are huge horror fans and I commend them for that but I feel like once you get into the horror scene it's very hard as a director to or a writer to branch out then into like carving out you know an Oscar path where you're mm-hmm. Tim Burton Wes Anderson you know Quentin Tarantino where these people have these styles working you can't just bounce genre to genre right. um, unless you're paid for hire I don't know it's just well, I mean, it's an interesting you- time you're reflecting like next right. project to next project and what steps you have to make. Sure. Yeah. And blabbing. Sorry, but that's I think okay. that's the point. I mean, no, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, you could still win an Oscar with a horror film. I mean, look at Silence of the Lambs. I mean, that was a horror film and uh, that won an Oscar for Best Picture. Is it horror though? Or is it more like psychological thriller? Well, oh, you, know, it's just horror. you know, there's this big gray area. <laughs> You know, with horror, yeah, it's is. like, okay, well. Rob and I discuss this a lot. You know, yeah. it could be a horror, well, it could be thriller. You know, like you know, we were talking about. I think uh, horror, though, there's like horror and then there's horror slash. Like horror is like there is an obvious killer. Right. There's blood or, you know, it's graphic. Whereas thriller could just be suspense. And right. I love thrillers. I yeah, love psychological like El- thrillers. Like Alfred movies are like that. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, yes. Like thought provoking twist at the end. Sure. Like I love that. But I don't love like slasher killer like i mean yeah. you can appreciate scream was one of the best written oh, yeah. horrors of all time yeah. the structure of that is like unparalleled that but, opening scene in the first one oh my god that was amazing with true barrymore totally. oh so horror is not your thing i mean um because i was getting that from the sinners but that was just you explain why um so you actually it's not your yeah because i mean it was on our, it was like on all the horror sites and so you're yeah. getting, so all these people are like expecting a horror film and you're trying to make a thriller. Not make a horror. Right. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And so all of the reviews were mostly about the genre and the horror and the storyline not going to where they wanted it. Like, okay, everyone just wanted more slash, more horror. They didn't like all the storylines. They just didn't really like appreciate the film for what it was. And I think that, you know, people in the horror space, reviews and critics, they need to just appreciate the film for what it is and review it based off of the ingredients that are there. Sure. Not go, oh, I'm reviewing a pizza, but it because it's not a cheeseburger and I really should have ordered a cheeseburger, I'm going to review it like I would have, you know, and they're just disappointed. Well, so you can't, you can't true. listen to critics. You got to, yeah, it's just got to. Yeah, no, I Rob go. and I slam. I, I mean, we slam <laughs> Rotten we, Tomatoes we all slam, the time. We slam movies. We all, really do. We slam movies, but it's it's because it's for a reason. But uh, and no, and ones that Rotten Tomatoes praised, right? I mean, I mean it, it's you know, it's, I'm it's like, I don't know what the hell it, they were thinking. It's a matter of taste, and like you said, and like in the way you explained it, that's all that matters. What what critics say doesn't matter. I mean, it's 
It's just I don't even think there should be critics. Like I mean, it's like what even you're, is I mean, that? you're absolutely like right. A lot of the critics, critics don't have any them, any way of uh, no. like have any credibility to criticize a movie. A lot of them don't even probably make movies. Totally. Yeah. So no, I'm like, right. did you go to method acting school? Did you go to film school? Sure. I'm sorry. These are 40, 50 year old men usually reviewing a teen thriller with female driven elements. And I'm like, has a maybe women should start criticizing this sure. or teens because Absolutely. this is the audience. Like this movie's not meant for you. It's not target audience for you. So yeah. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much yeah. time on all no, of that. No, I totally I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally get I, it. I was really sarcastic, but it does hurt as an artist a little bit. Sure. You're like, really, I, all I, I learned early art. on to not even read critics. I just, you know, make the movie, make the movie for yourself. And that's all it makes. Well, I think that's yeah. like a producer thing. It's a business thing. If you love the art, just write direct, you know, stay sure. in the creative space. Cause we don't have to torture ourselves and also produce yeah. our own projects. I think maybe I just torture myself on purpose, you know? Yeah. My mom is like, you add so much stress to your plate and you drive your body like it's a race car. She's like, but you're not putting in the proper fuel and stopping to change the tire. She's like, you have to slow down. I'm like, this is true. I think more as I get into the industry, I'm realizing the most important thing is like happiness and peace. And, you know, filmmaking is fun, but it's not real life. And I think artists try so hard to like, you know, achieve these things and get to these levels. Yeah. You can't totally, totally. It's just, it's just not yeah. going to work. And, uh, yeah. it's, I, I, like I said, I mean, I, I've been <laughs> making movies all my life and then, uh, it's, it's, you're exposing yourself as a filmmaker, just like any other artist. And it's just, it's hard. It's difficult, but mm-hmm. it's, it's all about the art and that's all that matters. I mean, you made it, you, you made a movie and that's a huge accomplishment that you should be proud of yourself. Any movie that gets made is a huge accomplishment. So just I actually think that's an interesting way to put it, that you said you are exposing yourself. You truly are. So next time a guy says, send me a nude, I'm going to send them my movie and be like, here, this is me. Absolutely. There you go. I do that all the time, you know. You know, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. like really bad. Yeah. Girls example. send me nudes all the time. That's what I do. I just send them my movies. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like noodles, right? Yeah. Did noodles. they send you like, yeah. like fettuccine, <laughs> fettuccine, penne, yeah. macaroni. Absolutely. I love noodles. Pasta. Yeah. I do too. Macaroni and cheese, man. That's my go-to for dinner. <laughs> I love that. Actually, Robert said, want to come on the podcast, we're going to be just talking about pasta yeah, noodles. It's, so it's I all about that's pasta. What we're here we for. talk about that. That's what he told me. Yeah, that's we, we talk about all. Yeah, he said, I got this girl. She's totally in the pasta. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm in. Let's go. Well, now that we're finally on the topic, like, here we are. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I oh love. Have you guys tried vodka sauce? Absolutely. Yes, I like vodka yeah, It's wonderful. Yes, it's incredible. I, yeah. I just learned it's a combination of the tomato sauce and the Alfredo combined. I'm like, this is next level. With a little bit of vodka. Oh, real vodka. Okay. You have to put put that in there. You do put, yeah, you got to put a little in there. Just a little, (laughs) just a tiny bit. Maybe a shot or two, but that's about it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I've never See? really been a drinker until I started producing. And oh, I'm like, you'll, you know, yeah. we're midday oh, on a God. location scout. I'm like, I'll have a michelada. They're yeah, at lunch. Absolutely. Like, what? I'm like, guys, it's stressful. Yeah, you got <laughs> to calm your nerves and keep and them stuff. coming. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I mean, I became an alcoholic when I started making movies. It was crazy. Oh, They're like, crazy. Robert, what's 
coffee this morning on set. Yeah, it's well, now. It, now it's like I'm, I'm into the monster. Well, yeah, vodka, but I'm into the monster energy drinks now. So I'm like, you know, going crazy on set with all the caffeine. And oh, stuff, so. I had that addiction when we yeah. did Chapel, but with Bang Energy because Bang actually Bang, has yeah. no artificial flavoring. Monster's got a lot of sugar. No, well, I, they got the zero su- sugar now, so I, I drink that stuff. So. But it has other stuff. Doesn't have the artificial flavoring. It probably does, but, you know, that's just... Anyway, Anyway. we all sin differently. It's fine. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We're all just sinners. That's That's it. We all have our vices. That's right. That's right. You can't be perfect and pure, okay? Did you see that meme going around? It was like a picture of two bodies, and one was the regular body, and the other was the film industry body, and it was like (laughs) nicotine, monster, Red Bull, coffee sugar craft services Ugh. stress and his body just looked like oh i'm like oh that is so out of whack it's like what do we do in this industry we just kill ourselves no sleep yeah it's crazy it's, and but we still yeah. keep making movies and that's the but we thing. love it it's, but we that's love right. it it's like it's the yeah. biggest pain in the ass and oh, yeah. I, I, like come, I come home and like why am i doing this why am i making a movie and then you you finish the film and then you're like oh that's why uh, just oh yeah. and your body's like dopamine cortisone yeah. dopamine cortisone <laughs> and you're like i go through such like body shape because i'm on set i lose so much weight i'm like whoa i look so good when i rap but then i get in the edit post sitting there right. editing for six months and i'm like getting a lot of candy and yeah. i'm like whoa i gained 20 pounds oh, God. so i'm like yeah. it fluctuates my body and i, I think crazy. like there's something to be said about this industry just no offense not being a healthy choice i have to say yeah i mean it's just yeah. it's very nerve-wracking you're like i gotta munch on oh, something yeah. while i'm editing it's like uh, it's weird you know. it's like we're making this art to sell it and it's for sale but like to the point to actually get the movie you're only on that what 18 max mm-hmm. 12 30 days who knows depending on what it is, but, um, there's all this lead up and prep and sometimes it takes people like, you know, a year to 10 years sure. to just make a film. Yeah, It's absolutely crazy. Everything Great. in the industry. Is, I mean, that's, yeah, that's why but, we do this podcast. Cause then we could just vent. We just vent. Yeah. We just, we like, do. We just have fun. We, you know, we laugh obviously. And we just, you know, it's a release. It's a great different release perspectives, difference of opinion, yeah. you know, it but gets, I think it really, really works excited. well because that's what it See, is. See, now that's yeah. in my head, and it has been since the first. It's I terrible. know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, but Rob and I have been good <laughs> friends and have known each other for years, and I think that's why it really works well, yeah. too. Because Yeah, you guys have good banter. And I love yeah. that you're putting this out there. I think podcasts are great. I love podcasts because anyone can do it, and I think it's great, too. Same as, you know, filmmaking. Like, there's no golden gatekeeper. Anyone is welcome, and voices oh, need to absolutely. be heard. People need to talk. Yes. And oh, yeah changing and you know people want to get in there and they want to learn and grow and i think it's such a nice outlet for people to hear things and develop skill sets not through universities it, anymore it but doesn't cost a lot yeah. 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 by doing oh yeah because I, 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 I can't I, believe it's been a year i can't believe I, it i can't believe it either it just like fly, it flies by we do this consistently you know once a week and it's just doesn't seem like a year but it's rob fun. texted me he's like fun. i got this great idea <laughs> and i'm like Oh man, I don't know. I'm not the savant. He's like, I don't want you to He's be like, I don't know horror films. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter, man. We just talk, you know, just yeah. Well, Rob's going to be retired from Santa Claus because he's going to be a billionaire. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Can I be one of the elves or something? Yeah, I want to be in there somewhere. Are you, okay. How tall are you? Don't oh, I'm short. I'm 5'4". Yeah. So on a good day. John, I'm five feet and a half. Wow. Yeah. Courtney's, All right. Courtney's, 
Yeah, she's tiny. tiny. She's yeah. Tiny. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Forrest. You know, you could pass for Elf. What is actually <laughs> is it five feet and under? That how tall are elves actually? Uh, I don't know. They're like four feet, I think. I don't don't ask I've, Will Ferrell. Yeah, he's like six. Well, how tall is Dinklage? How tall is Peter Dinklage? I I'd probably say four feet, five feet. I don't know, four or five feet. He's the best. Yeah, I feel like he awesome. needs to be in Or Warwick Davis. So Warwick Davis. Yeah. Yes. yes. We were talking about him for uh, Leprechaun. So. Leprechaun. Yeah. Oh, that's epic. I think that too. Like horror films, usually a lot of them are non-union. And yes. it's crazy the things that they get away with. I remember even when I did a horror film, I was running through the mud and there's like sticks in my feet. And I'm like, this isn't really safe. No. <laughs> right. But, no. And then I did one as well. And I remember even some of the girls were kind of like, it's late and we're at a cabin. And I was like, oh, if they only knew what I had to go through. I'm like, they're like warm. Everything's they have at a shoes cabin. On. Why is that? I yeah. don't understand that at all. It's got to be a cabin. Yeah. That's why, I mean, like, yeah. you know, re- reviewing, uh, like, looking at the movies that are submitted to the festival. I said, if I see another horror film where it starts off with a bunch of people in a car driving to a to a cabin in the woods. Like I'm, Evil I'm gonna, Dead. I'm going to, like, yeah. just, I don't know, throw yeah. up. I can't, I can't take it. It's like, ah, come yeah. on, something new. I'm exciting. I know. You know? So, I, I know, I know you're, uh, you're a busy girl and you got lots of things to do. So, we're going to, we're going to let you go but we do appreciate you being on the show thank you so much yeah thanks so much for coming on our one year anniversary so don't be a stranger thank you guys so much for having me i appreciate it <laughs> happy anniversary and let's chat more soon and congrats doing uh, sounds great thank you thanks so much courtney page everybody all right thank you courtney we're gonna take a short break here and we'll be back with more horror vein so stick around folks talking a bit you are listening to the fear film studios podcast network my name is alistair kane i'm a collector of rare occult items and a ceremonial magician i've searched my entire life were the lost journals of Dr. Crow. Now that I've found them, I've been called upon to embark on a dangerous quest with my sidekick, Blaze Barton, to search out and destroy all that is evil. The Lost Journals, an original horror story, written and produced by Robert Massetti. You can listen to The Lost Journals on your favorite podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now iHeartRadio. All part of the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. If you're looking for something fun, geeky, and motivational to listen to, check out this podcast, Shannon the Slayer where we are slaying negativity and taking your mentality to the next level, one episode at a time. So if you're ready, it's time to level up. Well, and we're back with more Horror Vein. Again, we'd like to thank our special guest, Courtney Page, for being on the show. Thank you, Uh, Courtney. We had a great time. And uh, this week, we're also reviewing the classic horror film, 
Oculus. Yes, directed, directed by, by Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Yes. The guy that did uh, the last movie. That Hush. Uh, Hush. Hush. And Dr. Sleep. Baby, don't you cry. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. So, I uh, I had seen the movie before, but I completely, not completely, uh, I, I forgot a lot when I watched Rob, it the Rob, that's so time. funny you say that. It's so funny you say that. I had. Because that's exactly what happened to me. Really? You'd seen it before, but you forgot I'm like, a lot of it. I, I, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, talking to Diana, I'm like, hey, you know, this is my homework for this week. And I started, oh, I showed her the trailer. She's like, we watched that. I'm like, no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. I watched it with you. It's great. I'm like, what? She's like, I know it. I know I watched it. And so I just totally forgot about it. There were bits and pieces, but I totally just, its it was a long time ago. What year was that? What year is the film? It's 2013. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Was yeah that, that I was think before that was, Hush, it, well, right? It, or after? Uh, it was after. I mean, it was before Hush. Uh, before Hush. He had made a short film. Uh, it was like a 30 minute short film. It was about a guy trapped in a room with the mirror and okay. that sold. He sold it with the short film and got the money to make the feature. Okay. Cause I was watching the behind the scenes footage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I have to say, let me just get this right out in the open right away. Okay. Right now. Okay. I didn't like it as much as hush. Well, it's too different. Movies, dude. It is different. Two completely I know. Mo- different movies. That's, yeah, no. Well, you can't beat Hush. I mean, Hush is a completely different movie. Um, it is. But, but I, I I, forgot how, like, and I can see why people might not like the film because it does this, is that it's so, it's kind of confusing because you're going back and forth. Back and forth And you a don't lot. know where you're at. But it it really, when I saw it the second time, it I, I got it. And I, I really liked it because it was um, you were feeling what the characters felt. And I was like, oh, my God, you don't know what's real. You don't know right. what's real. And right. then even at the end, you don't even know if that was just maybe in the, in his head and the ghost was playing with him or it was all uh, uh, he was in a mental institution. So maybe it was entirely in his head. It's all up to you at the end. What happens? You know, that's yeah. how I took it. And uh, I mean, I can pl- I completely forgot the end because I was like so surprised. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was. Well, now we should tell our listeners there's spoilers here. So well, yeah, I mean, it's they should know that they already. Should know but, that by now, but yeah. There's spoilers um, here. So but, you don't think she dies at the end, or do you? Um, I think she dies, but probably in a different way, because I because the film is about so many different things, and mostly it's about um, you know child abuse you know parents that are overbearing and whatever and i think it's kind of it's it's blown out of, you know out of proportion in this movie because it's a horror film but yeah. the underlying theme is is that you could see it that um you know sometimes parents you know beat their kids too much and things get out of control and over discipline yeah, over and, too much structure yeah, yeah. um but the the one thing that I really really liked about the film it was the uh, uh, the sibling bond between uh, the the main characters the girl and the in the in the guy uh, I forget their when they were kids or older well both both you know yeah and okay. uh, 
you know, she was, like she was, too. she was very protective of him and he went through a traumatic experience, obviously. And, right. uh, you know, having to shoot his father and right. I don't, man, it just really took, it really grabbed me for, I don't know, maybe I was just right in the right mindset for it, but, um, I really liked it. I, I, it just, it really hit a nerve and, um, and had some really so do you good, believe that there was some, you know, this this mirror had these powers? I, I really, and I really, I took it not as a horror film. How did film. you take it? I, I didn't take it as a horror film. I took it as this, the main character was having mental problems and he was just dealing with it in his head. You know, the, because it was the, such the a brother. Tra- yeah, because it was such a traumatic experience that he went through that he shot his father. And I don't think the circumstances might, may have come into play. Because there's scenes that are cut out of the film, um, which you probably would appreciate this since you like Hush so much. The main actress from Hush, uh, I forget her name, but she's in the one scene where, you know, they're talking, you know, the the little girl sees her father through the window and she goes, oh, there's yeah. another woman there. So Yeah, that's her? There's a Yeah, she's the girl, she's the woman that he's having an affair with. Oh. And they cut that whole scene out. Okay. So she's getting there and they're like fooling around. He's like, Oh, we're going to get caught. And yeah, uh, it was it played by okay. her. It was played by her. And I'm like, Oh wow, that's cool. But they completely cut it out. So I, I, I think that's maybe one of the, could be the problems with the film is that it didn't know really, or it maybe it's not, it's letting the audience decide what the film really is. Is it, you can yeah. take it as a horror film um, it's a balls out horror film. It's got some really good scares. It's a thriller, suspense thriller. There's suspense that too. Thriller, and but also in the in the um, the main theme is that whole uh, dynamic of a, a family collapsing um, for whatever reason because uh, divorce and you know the father's having an affair and you know no one trusts each other and all that stuff. So that's how I. What about? the history of the mirror and I like that. I like, you know, I like that too. So I guess you could look at it a couple ways. Like you You could could believe her perspective or her brothers. Right. Cause there's four different perspectives in the film. Okay. You have the father's perspective. You have the mother's perspective, the, the sister and, and the brother. And I think the uh, uh, the one thing is is that you really don't know what the who the story's about. It's a, it really about right. the family, but there's not one person that you could like grab onto. You try to grab onto the brother, but then you're forced into grabbing onto the sister. The sister, yeah. And then you're like, wow, the sister totally makes sense. But then the brother goes, what are you talking about? This didn't happen. This happened like this and that. See, that's what I'm getting at. And then he has an explanation. He has a counter. For everything that she's asserting, like why the plants died, why right. like why the dog died, right? You know, the dog was sick. You know, it could have been bad. Yeah, wa- you know, so brother, it's like that was the brother saying that, right? Yeah, right. and and, it, right. and uh, so that's when you were like, okay, well, what's real? And that's the whole theme of the movie. What is real? Is right. it inside the brother's head? Is it inside the mother's head? Is it inside the father's head? Is it inside the sister's head? Right. But they're all been traumatized. And you're just getting bits and pieces, and I think it's really left up to the audience to decide what the movie is. What, how, what do you think actually happened? You don't know what actually happened, and that's the whole 
thing about the film. That's what. But why then, if you believe the history of the mirror, you're led to believe. Yeah, you're led that, to you're led to believe that the the mirror, the mirror has these powers no, and of the, possession, no, and you could right. you could take it that way. But then you could take it as okay, it's a coincidence that the mirror coincidence could could be just a part of people that had mental problems. And that's what the brother was trying to assert. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. He was trying to explain that away. And, and that's what I really liked about the film. I was like, that's crazy. The whole film, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's real. And I, oh, the one scene that really gets me, <laughs> I just sat there and went, oh my God, you know, it's coming, but you know, when she's changing the light bulb, the apple. Yeah. And she picks up the light bulb. They and, did it really well, oh, really well. I was yeah. Like, oh God, she just picked up. the. Light. I mean, and what got me the the first, uh, when they put the cameras together, that yes. got me. I'm like, yes. Whoa. Yes. You know? And I'm like, I don't remember that. She's like, I don't remember. Like, yeah. I don't remember that. And then they watched the playback and they're putting the cameras to they, you know, that's the thing. It wasn't like, Ooh, the mirror did well. They're leading you to believe that the mirror lifted up the cameras and, but it's not, it's, it has possession over people. So right. It can play, with, do it can these play with their mind. It, it completely right. plays with their mind. Yeah. And they explain how it does it. Now, the fact of the matter is that maybe the mirror was never even in the house. The mirror was just a vehicle for them to understand. Like he was saying was, is that your mind will play. Well, if you've been through a traumatic experience. Yeah. Your mind will compensate. Oh, yeah. And maybe the the mirror was the compensation of them trying yeah. to grasp the tragedy that happened to the family. So maybe the mirror was never there. Hmm. That's why I said you can interpret it so many different ways and every interpretation is not wrong. <laughs> do you like that in films or I like that because I, lo- I, I like that because it was done well. And I was, and when I saw it again, I was like, because I remember when I first saw it, I was, I was really confused. <laughs> I was, I was like, too. I was like, what, what? what? I'm like, what is what? going on? What? What? Oh, they're dead. Oh, they're not dead. You know, right. wait a minute. Right. You know, yeah. And what are they seeing? What are they not seeing? Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, well now I can understand after I saw it again, I was like, now I understand. I get it. And I can understand why people probably wouldn't like the film because you really have to pay attention and you have to look at what's happening. And then you decide what kind of film you want it to be, because it can be so many different movies. Yeah. It, now, it, what, who were the people with the glowing eyes? Those were supposedly the, um, the people that owned the mirror before. Oh yeah. Those, those were the exact people that, that she was that showing died. the pictures. Yeah. That died because of the mirror. Because of the mirror. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true because the one, um, yeah, the one lady that was uh, laying down with the blood all over her dress, yes. the one that she made a copy of. Yes. Yeah, that's not, that I remember yes. that now. Okay, yes. gotcha. Yes. So, okay, the boyfriend's dead. Okay. He's on, he's on the floor. You don't know. Well, then her phone rings. Right. That's what I him. said. That's what I said. You don't know. Is he dead? So I, you don't know. Well, how could the phone be ringing for looking at him? Well, you remember because they they she's going around. She had kicked the 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 vase and broke it. 
Yes. And then she's going through her house and she's and she picks and up And then she piece. holds up the phone and, and the up the pieces phone and it's not there. there. Right. And then she's like, okay, well, this thing's really playing with me now. And then, boom, her husband just suddenly appears and then she, you know, stabs him. Right. Surprises him. She, he surprises now, her. So he right. sees it, but is he really seeing it? Is she really seeing it? That's the whole thing. You Did she hold up her phone to him and he was on yeah, the phone? The right. Phone. But that could be manipulated too by this thing, supposedly. So okay. you don't know. Like they were outside at one point and they're like, how do we get outside? And then they're inside. And then she, yeah. she's being woken up and they're like, okay, are they dreaming? Are they in their head? Are they in a different dimension? You don't know. Do you think that was, there was too much going on? Well, I, just I, that's, felt like what I said. Little- that's what I said. I, it, it, it gets to be too much to the point where you don't know what's going on. Right. But it's done on purpose because they want you to feel how the characters feel. And I felt that. And I was like, that's why I probably didn't like the movie when I first saw it. I thought it was great, okay. very well done. But it's one of those movies where you got to watch it a couple of times and then you go, okay, either I, I like it or don't like it. Yeah. But you understand it more, I think, by more viewings. That's probably true. That's probably true. But yeah. I, I just like the uh, the way it was it was made. It had some really good scares in it. Um, it was creepy oh, in yeah, parts. Oh yeah, um, it's very well acted. Uh, I love yeah. uh, Katie Sackoff. I love her. Which one is she? Is she the, she was the mother, the sister. She was the mother. Oh, the mother. Yeah, she mother's good. She now was, everybody was the great. Sister was driving me crazy. I'm like, God, where do I know her from? I know her from somewhere, and I just do I know her from. And then okay. I figured it out later on. She was in Ju- uh, the remake of Jumanji. Oh, that's her. Yeah, yes. that was bugging me yes. to death, and I'm like, Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's, that's her. Who it yep. Is. Yeah, with the rock. You know, you know who I thought did a really good job was the younger version of the sister. I mm. thought she was fantastic. Yeah, you didn't like uh, her? No, she was in, uh, incredible. Um, and she's a really I good, thought really she good actress. Was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she had a, a bigger part than the little br- the little brother. The you know the the younger version of the brother. Yes, he did good too. But uh, in those really, emotional scenes really when they're freaking out about their mom and what's happening to mom, and I mean, you think about. I, I was thinking about this during the film. I'm like, these poor kids, the way they have to react. I mean, what the hell, what was going on in that house? And now how they had to re- react and respond to that. Right. Think and, about and that. that. And that was, oh my God. And that's my it whole It went whole from, point. you can't go into this room right. to what you did, who put all the books on the floor, right. you know, it went from that to like times a hundred. Right. And that's what I'm talking I mean, about. You know, that's what I'm talking about. They went, oh through a tra- they went through a traumatic experience. That's why when they come back, you don't know what's real because it could be their minds are still trying to deal with what happened. Maybe you're right. Her, yeah. The mother was shot right in front of them. Yeah. And then. And then chained to a wall. And, and chained and to I a mean, wall. You know, and I mean, but, you know, what was oh real, what God. wasn't. But I think the fact was, is that the mother was, sh- the father shot the mother and the brother shot the father. Yeah. And that's traumatic right there. On top You're of right. all the abuse that they went through when they were younger. And the only way that she could deal with it was, was to go, it's the all mirror. because of a mirror. No, it was because the father was having an affair and it, it set off the mother to the point. And that's what the, that was the brother's perspective. Right. Right. To the point where yeah. he tried to kill. She tried to kill the sister, but. Did she? You don't know. <laughs> right. I see what you're saying. 
because you're seeing bits and pieces of what probably really happened, but they don't tell you what really happened. Right. Because I don't think any, the characters really knew what happened because they were going through such a traumatic experience and you will forget things when you've been through a traumatic experience. I know that. And so the sister is trying to justify everything by right. what, by, by this mirror. Right. So she like, was going to explain parents it. Couldn't be this terrible. Right. It was the, it was the mirror. Exactly. And the, the brother's like, well, no, right. he was having an affair. Mom right. found out about it. She freaked out. Right. And that's what caused all this. And right. she's like, boy, they really messed you up in there. Didn't they? Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. Okay. That's why I said, when you see it, when you see it a couple times, you're like, oh, I missed that. Oh, I missed that. Oh, that makes sense. And I said, and really the film is left up to you about what really happened. Yeah. And that's why I really like the film. And I, and like I said, I can understand why people probably wouldn't like it because it does get to be over too much. It's overly, yeah, it gets to be, it's overly, I don't know what's going on. Okay. I'm outside. I'm inside. This happened. Right. Did, did she I really, the light bulb? Did I didn't she really light bulb, die you know. when you're outside? Right. You see her, she's standing in the window and then he's in the car and then he's younger and going to the police car. So it's like, right. Oh, it's happening again. Or is it just a rehash of when he was younger? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you though, those two little kids did a, just a bang up job. They mm-hmm. were just, I mean, I was just trying to envision if I was that, you know, if, if I was that age and I had to go through the, I mean, the reactions they had, I, mean, I know I'm repeating my, but I was just so impressed with them. Both of them. Oh, they're, oh they, my they, really, God. they really make the film. And, um, they were, fan- and they I mean, were- and the older versions were great too. Don't get me wrong. Oh, Everybody no. was oh, great, no. but it's very well my done. God, that little girl, like, well, you have to be brave and, yeah. you know, they're carrying around the golf clubs and she hits her mom with, and she's like, you know, and they, they, the father drags the mother away and she's like, what are you doing with mom? And I mean, they're putting okay. her in a room. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine? And so I hear what you're saying. You go through something like that because they could never. They, they they take the golf clubs and they try get, they try to attack the mirror and they can't. So that right, really means that, that the mirror is not there. But the only time that they show that the mirror was actually breakable is when the father when hits the dad, it. dad died. Yeah. yeah. So that really sets off. That's the clue of that was the traumatic boom that just broke it. That the mirror was their sanity in a way, and that broke the sanity. You can't break it. You can't even attack it. Boom, boom, boom. But when he got shot, he broke the mirror. So, like yeah. I said, you can interpret it a whole bunch of different ways. You can, yeah. And, and and that's what I really liked about the film. Um, and it's, it takes place in one part, in, in the house, pretty much. It doesn't go anywhere. And doesn't really know it's it's and it's just you don't know what's going on. And they were talking about uh, talking about uh, Katie Sackoff her performance, she really got into the role to the point where she was leaving set with actual bruises. Uh, cause she got into it so much. She was the, just, the mother. Yeah. She really, yeah. She really went, went for it. She was fantastic. Yeah. She was great. She but, really, but everybody this, was but great. This was like Mike Flanagan's like breakout movie. Uh, this really put him on the map, uh, because it's, it's so well done. Whether or not you understand the story is one thing, but, if you look at how he sets up scares and how it's acted and how it's put together, um, you can see like, oh, wow, this guy's got something. 
And then, it was really good. So then that led up to eventually doing Hush. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then Dr. And, Sleep. And Dr. Sleep. And after so, that. You know, yeah. you know, the guy. And he's he did the um uh the haunting on uh, of Hill House for Netflix. Of, of Hill House. Yeah. For Netflix. I haven't seen that. You have to see that. Oh. Okay. Unbelievable. Okay. Wow. Is that a it's so a, that's what it's a TV series. Oh, it's a TV series. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. but you have to watch that one. There's a second one, uh, the haunting of some other house, and it was that wasn't that good. But the okay. the haunting of Hill House. Oh wow! Is it like a mini series? Yeah, it's like a mini series. Yeah. I bet you Diana very, she loves like haunted stuff and all that. And oh, she'd love it. It's really creepy. It's very well like done. she loves the Conjuring and like um, Rose Red and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I bet you she'd like it. Yeah. So after okay. I saw Hush, it was kind of like, oh, I got to get all of Mike Flanagan's movies. And that was like, I saw Oculus and it was like on sale and like, oh, I'm picking it up. But oh, I okay. had forgot it. And then when I watched it again, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that, uh, but that yeah. ending really got me. I was like, God damn it. I, I liked, I liked her. I mean, her, his sister was, the, you know, she was trying, you know? Yeah. And she just got set up to where, you know, did she actually die there? I don't know. Or did he know. did it? Did he do it mistakenly? You know, you it's don't know. just, it was, I was like, I was devastated because the whole movie is such a downer. It, there's no, because yeah, there's no winner in the film. There really <laughs> they're isn't. They're all losers. No, there really isn't. The end, yeah, it's, it's pretty not, dark. It's not a happy movie at all. No, it is not. You no, it's not, definitely not a feel good movie. No, no I no. was not feeling well after this movie. I was like, no, oh, me either. God, I no. was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Cause I for want, me, I mean, it was definitely good. I think there just was a little too much going on. Um, I yeah, get it. Yeah. Absolutely. But I just, yeah. it, it, it pulled me away a little bit. You wanted him to break, I, you wanted him to break that mirror. You wanted to like, uh, it's like so easy. I just like, wanted to have some absolutes. Well, it, it's so easy. Take I mean, I know you draw your own. It. It's like, yeah. don't bring the mirror in your house. Why have it in your house? So that's what I said. Yeah. I don't think the mirror was ever real. Okay. I think it was just part of, it was just a symbol that it was in the father's office because that's what he did. He sold that shit antiques. Yeah. And it was right. that main thing. It was like the only thing they remember. Cause every time they went in that room, they would see that's themselves in the mirror. Yeah. And that's what they wanted to see. Okay. Themselves. Okay. Wait a minute. What see? about when the, when the mother's in there and she gets like this big, huge gust of wind comes through her and right. she changes. What about that? That could, like I said, it could, it, if you want it to be a horror film, yeah, the the spirit took took a hold of her. But really, right. but really, what it was is was her breaking point. Okay, of her character, of her being a mother. She's like she knew she was being cheated on. She knew that so now this is her, her new her, yeah. her husband didn't love her, and that was a break point. Like there was the scene where they kept saying like, "Oh, mother, a mom never left the house," but then the brother goes, "No, she did." And you see the scene of her storming out of the house into the car and driving off, but then they go play. Yeah. So they're seeing bits and pieces of, they don't even know what happened because kids don't know. I've been through a divorce with my parents and you right. don't know all the details of what's actually happening. You just, there's a you're saying, filling, Rob, you're, you're filling in the blanks. There's yeah. a saying, nobody knows what's in the soup except the spoon that stirs it. Ooh. It's deep. I know. 
I don't know. I just wanted to get a little, just a little <laughs> deeper there. Um, I know we're like, we're, you know, usually our podcasts are pretty, pretty because, funny, but uh, I think we're kind of like, this movie's such a downer. It's like, ugh. it is. Well, I had to, I had to bring a little, a little wow. scorchiness in there. Yeah. How did you remember What's that? What's the matter? What, how, how did you know that? What's that? That's saying. Um, <laughs> my brother-in-law's mother used to say that. Wow. And so he, you're, and then he, so he, deep, and he would say it on occasion. You're so deep. Yeah. You're deep. I try, Dude. you know. I tried to bring a little levity or something, a little goofiness, you know, we, we, it just, it was just going down and down and down. But no, I, I, the reason why I bring that up is because that's exactly, exactly the point, you know, you, you don't really know right. what's going on except, you know, the people that are in and it, that's you know, the, that's like, whole, like what you said, like the brother the and sister thought, the movie. right. That's the right. whole point of the movie is that right. you can interpret things. They seem like one thing, but. Really, it's another, but you don't know all the details because you'll never right. know the details. Yeah. Because the mother right. and father aren't going to go, oh, this is what really happened. Because yeah, they're, like you have, they're embarrassed. The, they have their own little secrets. Right. The and, father has his perspective. The mother has right. hers. You know. Um, it's really, uh, it, to be honest, it's really a brilliant screenplay. It is absolutely brilliant with yeah. the whole concept. If you think about it, it's and this is one of the reasons why I like, um, you know, like Mulholland Drive. A lot of people don't like Mulholland Drive. Oh, David Lynch. David Lynch oh. does that all the time where you have to sit there and interpret the film. And if you and then when you find out that Mulholland Drive is actually two points of views, it's the it's the perspective of the uh, of the, the the actress coming to Hollywood thinking it's going to be one way. When it turns out to that Hollywood is this dark, deep, ugly place, and it turns into yeah. something else, and I was like, "That's yeah. just pure genius." That's why I the movie Lynch. worked. Do you, do you like David Lynch? I love, I love David Lynch. I love, I love that. Like uh, Inland Empire. Did you see his last one? I did not. I did not see his last. Yeah, it's that's wild. And then uh, you know, of course, Blue Velvet. Uh, and I, have, I have all his films, Eraserhead, and all that. Oh god. Do you really? I love you know. It's just, he's amazing. I just love oh, all those movies. I love Blue Lynch. Velvet. Did you like Twin Peaks? I did. Uh, oh, and, I did the, too. I love the TV series and then Fire Walk With Me, which explains everything that happened Fantastic. Before. Oh my um, God. I love that movie. That movie in parts kind of freaked me out because I was like, Oof. Yeah. It was like. Hmm. Then they re they did this newer, I didn't watch it yet, no, but I, I heard that, that it's, no. I heard it's not as good as, yeah. So, but. But, you know. One day I'll watch it. Uh, Lynch, anyway. Lynch in his prime is amazing. Lost Highway. Um, oh, God. Just, I just, yeah. I just remember anytime a Lynch movie was coming out, oh, I'm there, man. I'm going to watch it. I know, me too. Blue Velvet. I, yeah. re I remember, uh, well, even like Elephant Man. I mean, he made uh, Elephant uh, Man so he could make Blue Velvet. And, uh, well, then he, well, no, I'm, I'm sorry. He made Dune so he can make Blue Velvet. I'm sorry. Anyway, David yeah, Lynch, David wonderful Lynch, film, incredible. great director. Yeah. And uh, don't mean to go on a tangent here, but um, <laughs> I think the reason why you brought him up is because he was, you know, thought provoking stuff. And um, well, it's it's like he, sometimes you just you, uh, there's movies where you have to, like, look at it differently. 
You, you do. You have to. It's absolutely. It's not. Yeah. It's presenting. Thing, if you like, I said, if you want to watch this movie as a horror film, you can. But the you movie, could. the movie's so much deeper than what's presented. It is. It, it really is. is. And it's yeah. it's thought provoking. If you think it about is. It. You have to think yeah. about it though. Uh, but on the surface, uh, as a horror film, uh, it maybe doesn't work because it is confusing. It goes back and forth too much. Um, and at the end you're kind of like, oh, okay, it's the down, it's a downer because yeah, evil, evil prevails. And that's even what Mike Flanagan says. He goes, you know, sometimes he goes, you know, evil sometimes wins. That's just the way of the world. And, uh, that's, yeah. it just ends on a down, on a downer. I mean, Oh, you uh, you said you said you watched uh, like a documentary or something. Well, they have the uh, behind the scenes. Uh, of, oh, okay. With it, and then they showed uh, parts of his short because I was interest, interested to see how that okay. worked because the short all took place in the room with the mirror, and then the guy was okay. dealing, dealing with the mirror. But I think inadvertently, maybe Mike Flanagan made a movie where he had so many layers that you could interpret it in different ways. And yeah. that's what I liked about it. I, I thought I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of genius actually. Even though yeah. it's, it, even though it ends in a, as a downer and that, and that's why I brought up David Lynch. I was like, that's why I like Lynch movies. Sometimes you, you, you have to think in a David Lynch movie. Oh, you really <laughs> do. You sit there and you don't think you're like, this movie's terrible. What the hell is yeah. this? This is crazy. Yeah. Why is this guy dancing in the middle of the room? <laughs> yeah. For no reason. He's got the most interesting characters ever, oh. ever put on film. Um, Jack as, Nance was as, amazing. As, you know who Jack Nance is, yes, right? Yes. Oh, especially Racerhead. Oh, my God. I, he was just, I never laughed so much in a movie in all my life. It, it, oh. And it's not really funny. It's a dark movie. And, yeah, it's not supposed to be a comedy. But no. it is a comedy. <laughs> it is. It, it, well, in parts, I would yeah, agree. It is. But, it, but it, it's a it's a dark subject matter if you think about it. But there's really funny parts in the film. Yeah, the dancing chickens and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, just well, it's so bizarre and absurd that you is, have to it laugh. It is. It is like yeah. Okay, they have this ba- baby, and you're like, what the fuck is this thing? Oh yeah, 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 exactly. And it's yeah. like it's like going, uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> what's that other movie I was thinking? Was it in? You got to watch Inland Empire. It's pretty wild. What's that? Is other? that a movie or a TV show? Yeah, it's it's Lynch. Yeah. Well, I know it's Lynch, but is it is it a movie? It, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called Inland Empire: A Woman in Trouble. Yeah, and I think it's Laura Dern's in it. She's like in all oh, of his movies. Yeah, Laura Dern. Oh my god. Uh, Jeremy Irons is in this, I think. Oh really? Yeah. He gets he gets everybody in his movies. Um. Yeah, it's really good. It's uh. Yeah, Justin Theroux, Jeremy Irons, Laura Dern. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. And then I've got the green box that's got Eraserhead, uh, short films, Elephant Man, Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart. There's another one we didn't talk about. Oh, oh that's God, a, I love Wild at Heart. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. But that's got like one of the most violent scenes in. <laughs> oh, it does. Guy yeah. gets his head bashed in. Yeah, that's um, Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think so. Yeah. That gets his head bashed in? Well, he's in it. I can't remember which yeah. Oh, but, the, but I know he's in it. Yeah, the the lead is uh is uh what's his name? Isn't that Nick Cage? Nick Cage, yeah. That's one okay. of his best performances because he's playing kind of like a Elvis type thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
got some good metal yeah. music in it. And he's like, wow, what is this movie? You're like, what the hell? Yeah, I just love Lynch. I just, you know what? I know he's nuts. I just crazy. He's not I nuts. Just, he's just an artist. You know, he's a true artist. I shouldn't have said that, David. I love you. I didn't mean it that. Way. I, I meant that in the most endearing way possible. Um, he's never gonna listen to this, but that's okay. Nobody, um, nobody listens to this podcast. Come on. Oh, we love our listeners. So See, and that's still in my head, and it will be all night now. Um. Whoa, man! Anyway, so um, thumbs up from Rob. I would give it a. Th- I would give it a. Th- <laughs> like, I would done. give it. A- I'm out. That's it. What's no, 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 no. I just. I don't want to lead too much astray. I, I just don't. You know, we might not have a lot of David Lynch fans, although we might. I don't know. Listening, I'm He's not like, sure. Let's move on. If you guys listen, if you haven't watched any David Lynch films, they're amazing. Yes. They really are. I, I just, to me, they're like Coen brother films. I just, oh, God, oh. that's another one. Yeah. I love Coen. And I like Tarantino too. And I love Tarantino. Burton. I mean, I almost said that when we were talking to Courtney, I'm like, you know, I, and I've said this to you as well. I'll go just, just based on, I'll see a movie based on the director. Oh yeah. Like I'd see I a mean, Carpenter movie, time. like even though he does, you know, he's made some, you know, bad movies, yeah. but you know. Uh, it's it's hard to make great movies, but it's it's right. like well, you, you you like a director's like Alfred Hitchcock. It's like oh, I'm watch that. It's Alfred Hitchcock, right? You know, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Spielberg. there's some Burton films that I like over you know better than Spielberg others. Movie, I'm like I'm there. Martin Scorsese, we gotta go. I'm there. Right, it's, that's right. You know, it's yeah, hard. So. It's hard now with the new directors. You know, Christopher Nolan is probably one of the better new directors that are out there, and he's getting up there. But you know. It's just that that thing. You like a certain director and boom. Sam and then Raby. you got to be okay <laughs> with if they want to branch out and do something different. That's the other thing. You know, and it's like, well, well you're used yeah. to a certain style with this director. And now yeah. it's like, no, wait a minute. What is well, this? Well, that's why I like Steven Spielberg because you never know. He goes from yeah. sci-fi yeah. to horror to whatever. That's true. Drama. Jaws. Comedy. Does yeah. comedy. Although the comedy that he made, nobody liked. I love it. Which one was that? 1941. I mean, everyone's in it. Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> that was Spielberg? That was Spielberg, yeah. Wow. It was the only comedy that he made, and it just bombed. Totally bombed. It bombed? It bombed. Big time. It's got every conceivable star in the film. And it just tanked. bombed. Tanked. Why do you think it tanked? Did I don't know. You, I mean, I, I, it's 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 a fast pace. It's really um, it's the humor is you know, like out there. I mean, it's you know goofball comedy. It's like cartoon. like stripes. It's like cartoon comedy. It's you know, oh okay, but it's got John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Treat Williams. I mean, everyone's in this wow. damn movie. Gilda. Uh, Gilda's not in it, but She's I love the it. movie. I used to watch it all the time when it came. Because of wow. Spielberg, but everyone's like, "Oh, that movie sucks. I hate it." So it's a war movie. Yeah, it's a war movie. It's 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 it's, okay. it, it, it's, it's based off a true story. It's about just before uh, Pearl Harbor, and okay. uh, America was just about. So everyone was having with the running gag is war nerves. So any little thing would set people off, like they think that they're being attacked by the Japanese because they're like, "Oh, oh okay." So they, they gotcha. had had found this <laughs> this little submarine and it's got Slim Pickens in it. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so right, funny. Well, we'll, so this, this, have to, you have to see it because the submarine they 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 lose their compass and uh, Slim Pickens gets a box of uh, of I don't know crunch 
and it's got a compass in it. And they're like, oh, oh give me the compass. Fantastic. And he, oh and he swallows it. And he swallows the compass. So they're trying to get him to take a crap so they can get the oh, compass. Oh, God. And it's so fucking hilarious. But people don't, I don't know, for whatever reason, didn't like it. I was, oh, Would man. you compare it to like um, uh, Young Frankenstein? No, there's it's no comparison. I mean, because it's like so, a Mel Brooks. It's like film. the most expensive comedy. I mean, there's it's action and everything's blowing up and uh, crazy just bits. And <laughs> would you call it a cult film then? Yeah, pretty much. It's okay. it's tip. Like I said, if you when you watch a movie, you're like, there's no way Spielberg directed this because it's totally out there. I mean, it's it's out there. It's got nudity in it. It's crazy. Well, it, it's was brief. it in the eighties? When did it come out? It's brief, but seventy nine. And when did Jaws come out? Uh, it, it was a little bit after. Um, I think he made this. Did he make this after Jaws? I can't remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was like the only movie that of his that really didn't do well. And it they really say it changed. didn't do well, but it still made almost a hundred million dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> but, wow! You know, Sumetkis did the story. You know, Bob Gale. Um, the guys that did uh, Back to the Future. I mean, it's wow. everybody. I mean, it's just, you know, Belushi. I okay. mean, John Candy's hilarious. And I love his role. Candy's in it. Wow. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. I'm going to watch it. You have I'm going to watch it. If you get a chance, watch it. You I might. bet you Diana would love She loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, okay. Christopher Lee's in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ned wow. Beatty, Tim Matheson. Oh my. oh, my God. Robert Stack. Star-studded. Mickey Rourke. In wow. his film debut. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Well, hopefully we haven't lost our listeners. Oh, but, yeah. We're um, not talking about horror films anymore. Sorry. I know. I know. But um, so Rob gives it a thumbs up and I <laughs> I would give it a a thumbs up as well. I, I just, I, you know, I've been talking about it so much. I really didn't get your perspective on it. You like it, but you don't like it. I just, uh, I did. It just, I just, it's just too much of the back and forth. A little bit too what, much. You don't know what's going on. Okay. And I don't need to be spoon fed. I'm not saying that. Right. I just, it was just a little bit too much. Mm. I don't know. And I, I, and I, I can see that. I totally agree with you. And like I guess, I said, you know, it's there's not, just, it's not like the perfect movie, but no, I like the fact that you have to think a little bit in this movie and you can interpret you it. Do. You can interpret it several different ways. So, yeah. And some people don't so like the, it. I, I know there, there's many aspects that I did like. Yeah. yeah. And and like I said, the performances were great. I liked what they were trying to do. Um, just a little bit with too much going on pulled me out a little bit, but yeah. then I got drawn right back in. So it was a little bit of a roller coaster for me, but all in all, I did enjoy it. Yeah. So and I liked what they was trying, you know, what he was trying to do. I really do. Okay. Um so I but yeah, so you I haven't mean, like get, given up on Mike Flanagan. No, okay. I love Dr. Sleep. You know, Hush is obviously, to me, his crown jewel. But yeah. that's, you know, i just very partial to that one. God, that's such a good movie. Oh, He's made a couple other movies I'm trying to trying to see. I haven't been able to see them yet, but okay, I definitely like his work. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And then Dr. Sleep is the latest thing he's done, right? Yeah, that's the latest. Well, okay. not actually, the uh, house on... The Haunting of Hill House? The Haunting of Hill House is probably... That came after that. Now okay. he's working on a couple movies right now, so I can't wait till they oh. come out. But oh, okay, gotta be cool. Gotta be cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So would you put him right up there with Christopher Nolan for you, or uh, no? I mean, you know, well, Christopher Nolan's a totally different type of director. Uh, I know. I, 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 I think Mike Flanagan's like modern day, like you know, he's not John Carpenter, but 
he's in that area. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's for a modern day horror filmmaker. He's up there. Yeah, he really is. Cause he yeah. can, you know, he's good with dramatic and he can scare you if he wants to. I mean, he, yeah. did, you know, he did Gerald's game, um, which is based. Do on, I know what that is? Well, that's a Stephen King based off a of Stephen King short. Oh, okay. um, it's not really a horror. It's kind of a weird situation type thing. So, I mean, he's, Done all kinds of stuff. And um, his first movie, Abstentia, I think I'm pronouncing that right, um, was actually submitted to the Freak Show Horror Film Festival when, when he was just starting out. So that's really? why I have a big connection with him. <laughs> oh, wow. Because it played at the festival and won awards. And uh, and I was like, look at this guy, man. He's like huge now. Wow. And this was back when he was nobody. <laughs> so when would that have, how long, when was that? Oh, I want to say, I don't know. The festival has been around for 16 years. So. Wow. 16 years. So I can't, I can't remember when he submitted this movie, but. You've been doing it that long? Yes. Yes. Holy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's our 16th year. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And did you start it yourself or was it, how did it all. You did. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I was part of this convention and uh, they didn't have a film festival. So I brought up the idea and they're like, if you can put it together, run with it. And I'm like, then we'll do it. And I did. Yeah. So we were part of the convention for, for a while. That's how we got established. And then we decided to part ways and I went on my own. And so been on my own for a good six years from the, the convention, but the convention, oh, I, I didn't. I like the convention. It was kind of like a, a love hate because they had a built in audience because they were all there because, you know, there's a lot of celebrities at conventions. But to show movies at a convention is kind of hard because, you, you know, people are walking past, yelling and screaming. You got people next door putting on things. So it was kind of, it was a love hate relationship. And I wanted to be in the theater. And that's why I left. So, yeah, that's about all I got for. This week. I, me too. I, I um, again, I, I, I did enjoy it. I just, you know, I, I guess I'm partial to, to Hush. I just, I know you said it's two different movies and I agree. No, I'm not trying to change your perspective. I did but that. I, I just, just, I was just saying oh, this is why I liked it, you know. But, yeah. Absolutely, like I said, it, yeah. I, I can understand why people wouldn't like it. I could really understand that. Yeah. And like I said, it's not perfect. And I, yeah, I do agree with you that they kind of went overboard in some parts, but all in all, I liked it. Me too. Me too. But next week, we got a next week. big, another big surprise for our one-year anniversary. Yes, we do. That's we have, right. Uh, Katrina Lee Waters going to be here. Uh, and uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Great. Yeah. So we'll have to talk more about her next week. So yeah. I don't know if people know who she is, but we can get into that uh, next week. Absolutely. We'll get more into that. And yeah, uh, She's an actress. Be- she's uh, a wrestler. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Sounds good. We got all kinds of fun things happening here. Yes, our for our uh, anniversary, anniversary month. Yeah. 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 We told you we'd have all kinds of surprises. It. And uh, boy. Do we have surprises for you? <laughs> At first I thought you said prizes. I'm like, what are we giving away, Rob? Surprises, sir. Prizes. Okay. Yeah, what are we giving away? What do, what do we got in this corner, John? Oh, we or, got a brand a new horror vein car. song. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? A horror vein song? A horror vein song. Oh, thong. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got a song with a thong. And a song. That's right. We got them both together. We're, we're both losing um, our hearing, so that's that's what yeah. happens when you get older. You know, you lose I your know. hearing. You can't oh my God. understand what people uh, are saying. You can't talk right. Oh, you get arthritis in your hands and you your your knees hurt yeah. and it's just, it's fun it it's really fun. is fun it's awesome. yeah the 50s are really fun it's incredible uh <laughs> 50s what are you talking about no, i'm just kidding uh, well you're still there no. you're still no. there 25 how many times get oh excuse me Come excuse on. me yeah Jeez. yeah i'm much older than you are right okay yes. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Appreciate your support. Yes, keep listening. And drop yeah. us a line. Say hi. Tell us how you're feeling. What you'd like us to talk about? Anything? Or comment? Horrorvein.com. You can contact yes. us through there. Uh, like I said, we got all kinds of um, things happening on the site. And uh, drop us a line. And we'll be absolutely. here next week. I don't know what we're reviewing, but we'll have our special guest, uh, Katrina Waters also known yep. as Cat, and yep. uh, we'll have fun talking with her. Yes, absolutely, and then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll have to figure out what we're going to be. And then after that, but that'll be a surprise, too. Yeah, we're not sure. That's right. Who knows? And my birthday, so we'll see oh. what happens there. Oh. The 28th, yeah. Of this month is your birthday? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. So I know. Your, your turn is 25 as well. Uh, yeah, 26. 26, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, one year older than you are. <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyway, Ooh. okay. So uh, a lot to celebrate this month, and um, yes. we couldn't be happier. So yes. thank you guys again for all your support, Absolutely. and um, we really enjoy doing this. And thanks for keeping us alive and <laughs> talking and talking horror. So I'm there so you go. Excited. And okay. we have to name her, him, whatever <laughs> that is. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna be creeped out from now on because of that. Thing. I am. I am. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Oh my God. And I'm sure it says other things too. I bet you. Oh God. Oh. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. And uh, keep watching horror films. Yes. Talk to you next week. Fear Film Studios Podcast Network.